We ready? What up, though? Welcome to another episode of uh, Don't Blame Me, Blame, De- uh, Blame Detroit. Uh, I'm here by myself today. So, uh, all you got is me and my thoughts. Stuff uh, that I got going on in my head today. Nobody else. But um, let's uh, before we uh, get to the, get to, to some of the topics, uh, Dallas um, this weekend, Saturday, we w- I will be at Backdoor Comedy Club in Richardson, Texas, eight p.m. And then on Sunday, I will be at Hyenas Dallas uh, and Mockingbird Station, eight p.m. Um, both shows, man, are supposed to be sold out, and um, I'm ready. F- I'm ready to get back. You know, I love Dallas. Uh, you know, I can't wait to get to the quick trip. Give me one of them Kool-Aid slushes. <laughs> you know, give me some Waffle House while I'm there, man. I miss, I, I miss Dallas, man. Even though I, I, I am from Detroit, man, and, and I love my city to death, but I do love some Dallas. It is a, a fabulous city. Uh, and speaking of Detroit, remember, uh, October 15th, we will be at the uh, Mixed Brick Town downtown Detroit in the Greektown area, man, 8 p.m. for the first live um, podcast that I'm doing. I can't wait for that. Can't wait for that, man. We're going to have my special guest, Josh Adams, Ebony Tates, Melanie Fresher. We is going to have a ball that night. And listen, I don't want to hear no excuses talking about, oh, it's a school night, this and this. If Kevin Hart was in town, it would be, fuck this, fuck these kids. You know what I'm saying? You be getting your fresh clothes on, some fresh uh, shoes, and you be having all the drinks with Kevin Hart. I need the same thing from you. I need my city to come out and support, man, because we're going to have a blast, you know what I'm saying, that night. Uh, we're going to be doing some giveaways. Um, it's going to be a giveaways, and we're going to have a lot of uh, fun, man, with, 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 the, uh, with the guests. Uh, some some really uh, popular people in Detroit, man. And so we're just going to have a blast that night, so I need y'all to come out, man. And um, it's one it's one question that I uh, I always get, you know, saying uh, as especially as a recent, uh, especially on social media, is uh, what does "Don't blame me, blame Detroit" really mean? To me, it, it's self-explanatory. But uh, for some people that that don't get it, is basically is this: anything that I say, anything that I do, don't blame me. Blame the city that raised me. I learned everything that I know. From Detroit, you know, I, I got I got my tough skin from Detroit. You know, growing up being five, six years old, having to go outside in negative eight degree weather to go shovel some snow, and then walk ten blocks to school in the freezing cold. You know, that'll make you tough. With snot coming down your nose and freezing up on your on your top lip, you know, that's where you know that's where it come from, man. That's what it means. It's just um, you know. Anything that I like, I said I do or say, man, it's it's just because of my city. That's who uh, who raised me, man. But uh, over this uh, last week, man, there's been a lot of stuff going on, um, and one of the biggest discussions people have been having, and is over this Jay Z NFL stuff. I don't get why people was mad. I don't get it at all because people black. Black people always say they want change. They want people to represent us, um, put us in positions for us to be better as a people. And then when someone makes a move to try to do that or 
try to even to attempt something to see if change can happen, people get upset. So my my biggest thing and the biggest thing I've been talking with people is, is that how do you expect the NFL to understand and to have some type of change if nobody goes sit at the table with the people? I don't get it. So you want Jay-Z to make a change, but from the distance. You don't want him to sit at the table with the owners and the makers of the NFL and explain to them different things that they might not understand or get so he can be able to bridge the gap to be able to understand what's going on and uh, why people, you know what I'm saying, and why as a people we are upset. Now, one of the biggest things people were talking about is, oh, we were, uh, black people were boycotting the NFL. That's a damn lie. And I'm still playing my fantasy football I'm still watching my team and other people are too and supporting teams, buying merchandise and everything. And this is the reason why. At the end of the day, if it was as big of a deal as people was making it, the players would have stopped playing. How how can you get mad at Jay but not mad at the players? That don't make any sense. It's like you getting mad at somebody, and then this is one part I just I learned about this morning too is is that Roger Roger Goodell went went to Jay Z. People didn't uh, Jay Z didn't go to the NFL. They went to him. That's why the press conference was held at Rock Nation's um, office office. It wasn't held at the, um, um, at the NFL office. That's one thing. And one of the deals that Jay Z went into him with was, and that's the reason why he he ultimately ended up with being able to pick you know his company's able to pick the Super Bowl uh, talent now is because he went in there and said okay I will help you with the you know saying with the um, with the uh, I can't remember the name of it with the uh, social was it was it what, what they was called this year the social injustice they went in there with that and he said nah you know of course I can do that on my own you know social injustice but the uh, perk that they gave him was to be able to be in control of that. So he said, okay, well, I would, I can help with that. And, you know, saying now I can also help other artists, you know, saying, so we don't get no Maroon 5s and shit no, no more, you know, saying on that stage, he can, he's going to make the difference with that. And so I just want, um, and I'm, I'm, when, I'm, when I post this, I just want people to just respond back with your true feelings on this. You know what I mean? Because I'm 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 with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing to, to sit back and see what Jay can make out of this. Now, if he doesn't do anything and and doesn't make it, okay, then if you want to not come forward, then go right ahead. But you got to give the man a chance. I'm trying to figure out when did he ever do something to where you couldn't give him a chance. I, I don't know a situation. So I'm willing to give the man a chance and see what he can do. And to see if he can make any, you know what I'm saying, make any change. Because um, he is always a bit to me about the black community and doing things. Like, I can't wait for him. For uh, He's coming out with the Emmett Till story on ABC. I cannot wait for that and to see what he does. The uh, documentary he did on um, the guy that uh, was locked in prison. Um, what was it? Uh, God, what's the guy's name? Uh, that was locked up in New York. Um, that was a great project. Yeah, uh, something browner, something like that. Yeah, and um, so I I can't wait to see to see with that man, and I'm just 
man, I'm just crazy. It was just crazy how much uh, people was um, knocking him for the situation because Bruh. you gotta you gotta be able to. And then the thing about it is, is that it's a partnership. Um, he didn't go in there as a you know being an employee. He is a it's a working partnership, and so he's able to sit at the same table as any of the big wigs that's in the NFL and be able to voice his opinion. And so let's see what he do, man. I'm just hoping that some real change can come out of it. And um, I'm excited to see what uh, Jay-Z, even though I'm, I am a big Jay-Z fan, but um, I'm, you know, when somebody does something, I'm easily, even though I'm a fan of them, I can easily admit when something seems wrong or right. Um, yeah. So and oh and I had a bit I had and so I had this one so one discussion with somebody that was against it. They were talking about yeah Jay Z is this type of person. They this and um he's very uh condescending and he's all about you know showing out and this and I said I said how do you know I said how do you know that I said what conversation when did you ever hang out with Jay Z. Skip Jay, when did you ever have a, have any type of involvement with Sean Carter? And he like none. I'm only. I said, what you're basing it off of? Oh, his his actions and his rap lyrics. Bruh. I said, I said, you, I said, you sound dumb as hell to me right now. Bruh. You can't judge somebody off of some goddamn rap lyrics. Bruh. That shit fake as hell. Yeah, Bruh. they talk about some real stuff, but you you can't judge a person. I said that's like, and he's a comedian. So I'm like, so you telling me? If some so telling me somebody listens to your comedy, they could one hundred percent know who you is as a man off of your comedy. And he tell he's like, no, that's something different. It's not different. It's the same thing. It's your platform of how you're expressing yourself. That doesn't mean that's who you is as a one hundred percent man. You know what I mean? You're you can't you can't judge you can't judge anybody that you don't know or haven't spent any time with. You don't know how they is as a person because the arguments uh, came off of. He said Jay-Z has never done nothing for Brooklyn. He hasn't gave no money back, this and this and this. I said, you don't know what that man does. I said, you don't know if he did He did some stuff and just didn't put his name on it. People do that all the time. And he tell me, no, Jay-Z just can't do that. He has to have the spotlight. I said, bro, okay, whatever, man. I'm not even about to you know, keep going back and forth with you. Because the fact that, that you believe that you know who Jay-Z is as a person and you, you don't even know where the nigga live. You don't have his phone number, but yet it's still, you know who Jay-Z is. Whatever, bro. I, I ain't got time for that, man. But, yeah, that's what that's that's my take on that. That's my take on the whole Jay-Z thing. It's, it's something over um, um the other day, uh, I got into it with this, uh, um, this young lady. And one thing that irritates me, that's something that women do, is... I hate when a woman do something to you and then when you express back that you didn't like it, the first thing they want to say, oh, are you mad? Yeah, I'm mad. But I'm not supposed to, but but, but for them as a man, you're not supposed to express how you feel about it. You're supposed to just deal with it. No, fuck that. I'm going to tell you if I don't like some shit. I, that that shit irritates the hell out of me. Are, are you mad? Yeah, bitch, I'm mad. I'm mad that you did that dumb shit. Like one thing, one thing for me is I hate when 
ain't gonna lie, this shit irritates uh, irritates me the hell out of me. I hate when um, I know when someone deliberately ignores my text. That bothers the shit out of me, cause it's like when you do that to me, that's like, oh man, fuck you. I don't, I don't give a damn what you, what you talking about. Nah, fuck that shit. You answer my shit. I'm petty. I I, I won't my, no answer my shit. Don't sit there talk. Don't sit there ignore me. Oh, what kind of who the fuck is you? I don't like that man. I don't like that shit man. Last week was uh this uh back to school shit man. This I ain't gonna lie. This back to school shit right here kind of start you know making me rethink about having kids man. Uh, this one, hey, this is a lot of, I seen a lot of people spend a lot of money. Like, <laughs> like it was this one, it was this one mother and son, right? And you could tell that the son run the, the situation. Uh, he, uh, so he comes to the register, you know, I, well, for people that don't know, I work for, uh, Chic Shoes. I work at a uh, shoe store and, um, he comes to the register and he tells his mother one price. But when we ring it up, it's something different. And so she like, oh, no, I'm not paying for that. And so he just looking there like, like, what you mean you ain't paying for it? And she like, I'm not paying for this, this and this. And then as soon as she said that, she turned around and was like, well, this is the last time I'm paying for this. And he just looking like, you was going to pay for it regardless. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I it was like it went from he told her like sixty five dollars and it ended up being like a hundred and like fifty six dollars. I said, man, I, these kids, bro. I remember back in the day when I went school shopping, we went to Value City, Marshalls. You know, that's when you had Platinum Fubu. Man, I thought I was the shit with that fat hour on my ass. Food, man, that fat. I, mean, I used to go to school. I mean, I never forget it. I never forget it was this girl that I liked in school, right? She still never fucked with me. But one day we walking down the hallway and she came and she walked behind me and she was like, Oh, I like them jeans. Nigga, that made my week. That made my week when she said that. She said, I like them jeans. Nigga, my mama just walked me on platinum football jeans. Nigga. And I remember uh in school, you know, we didn't I didn't have a lot of money growing up and when I turned, when I got about sixteen, I, I got a job at the mall, and so now I didn't have any bills, and my mother didn't make me pay anything. Which I look back now, which was one of the selfish things I did. I should have gave more money to my mother, but at that time, you know, I'm in high school, not thinking, you know, saying not thinking, you know, and um, but once I had started getting a couple of dollars, I just started spending money on clothes stuff that I couldn't get before and fashion is so so much different than it was in the early 2000s than it is now like I remember I used to go to high school with them uh tall tees all the way down to my uh ankles uh with the uh tall tee red sticker still on the shirt with the baggy jeans or like I get the uh that's during the time when um when Fabulous uh, start, uh, really uh, came out in the mainstream and he was wearing all the different jerseys, uh, we had the jerseys all the way down to our knees thinking we was the shit. Thought that was the shit, man. And I used to be big into – and that was during my era when uh, when 50 Cent was was hot, was real, real hot musically. And I used to love him when he had his uh, deal with Reebok 
and Jay-Z. They had the S. Dot Carters and the G units. Man, I love them damn shoes. I used to skip school to go buy a pair of shoes. To go buy a pair of them G units. Man, I used to love that shit, man. I used to, I I wish I could find a pair today to bring them back. But no, nah, I no shit is discontinued. I remember I um I did find one pair online. Um and then they got sent to me and they were all they was fucked up. Like the picture was looking like they was because I got them I think off eBay or something like that, and somebody did me dirty. The shoes were all beat up and stuff, but the picture looked like they was brand new. Man, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, man. Man, I tell you this though. This dating shit, man. Fuck, I, I really don't. I'm I'm good on this shit, man. I don't like dating. I don't like it at all. It's and the things that I don't like. I don't care about the. See, think about for me, and this is the problem I think um, I might have, or in a lot of prior other dudes. For me, I don't care about money like that. So, money some money sometimes for women gets misconstrued. Like a woman might think, "Oh, he's spending his money um, because oh he." Uh, he really digging me or um he trying too hard or you know stuff like that nah i just i don't care about spending it if 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 i want like i don't feel like i should have to um go to something lesser just to make just to make the situation feel better like if i'm it i'm type of dude if i want to go to benny harness nigga we're gonna go to benny harness don't look at you don't look at oh he's spending 80 dollars on me Oh, this is, no, I just like going to Benny Hines and I don't give a damn about spending no $80. It is what it is. It's just, it's just money. It's, money doesn't um, play a part in my mindset when it comes to dating people. It's like, like um, I was watching one podcast and somebody on there was like, they and um, they were saying that they wouldn't date nobody that uh, works at Burger King. And, they, you know, in their current situation, it was a guy. He said, you know, I won't date a girl that works at Burger King. I'm th- he like he's th- I'm 32. I'm doing good. Nah, I'm not dating a girl at Burger King. I don't me for me. I don't care about that. I where you work at, you know, saying to for the most part, if you earn a, 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 a honest living, I don't I don't care. You know what I mean? Because that easily could be somebody where we can hook up, and what I got going on can help change that person's situation. Next thing I know, or that person can help change my situation, then we both got a good situation. You don't know. I don't really put too much on on that, you know what I'm saying, um, because I just don't don't look too deep into that. That don't bother me. Yeah, man. Like like I said, money, when it comes to dating, is just, I don't know, man. Like, oh, no. Whatever. I, I don't, it's, just, it's just something that, I don't put too much pressure on. I like to spend money. Like, I wish if I met somebody and, shit, you want to go to the mall? Let's buy some, you know, I buy some shoes. That don't, okay. But for a woman, that change, that that does something to her. You it, it makes, she thinks of it more than what it just is. It's not just, oh, he's buying shoes. Now she plays four different scenarios in her head of why he did it. What's his intentions now? What is he trying to get out of this? Nothing. I just wanted to buy some shoes. That's how I look at it. I look at it as black and white. But 
Women don't look at it like that. They don't, man. They don't, man. But you know, um, you know, every week, you know, I'm in here uh, with my uh, with my producer Keith. Man, what's, so what was going on with you last week? Man, it was just a uh, man. It was just a busy week, man. It just felt. I don't know, man. That's the best way to explain it, man. It was just a busy week, man. It was a busy week. A lot going on. Um, you know, just doing the best with my time. Trying to get better at my craft every single day, man. And just, you know, 100,000% I can put in. I'm just trying to. Stand up late. You know, <laughs> trying to be a better dad. All that, all, all, all that, all that good stuff, man. Oh, all that good stuff. But it's been, overall, man, it's been, a, um, it's been a good week. Things have been, you know, working out for the best and getting better and now we got some big shows coming up, and um, we got a lot more expanding to do. So we're in a good position, great position. Nah, that's how we always. Want, that's how I won't see all my people in. Like, um, shout out to my homegirl Jasmine. She just put out um, her uh, comedy album, and uh, on the comedy Billboard chart, she uh, came in at number ten this week. Shout out to her. And this is a person who hasn't been on TV. She hasn't um, did any big comedy tours and nothing like that. But she's out here doing small things, and it's turning into big projects for her. Shout out to her, man, for doing her thing. And then also, too, uh, shout out to 7-Eleven, man. Shout out to 7-Eleven. I went in there today to be – I went in there to be good, right? To go in there, I would say, you know, I'm just going to get some water. So as I'm going to get the water, I look at the Slurpee machine, and it said Nerds Slush, brand new. I had to try it. This shit delicious. The bad thing, the the worst thing about it is, is that I'm not trying to really drink this stuff right now. It is really, really bad for me right now. Really, really bad. So I got to savor every sip right now because I'm not, I ain't going back. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going back for it. But I had to try at least once. Had to try at least once. I always got to try a new flavor. And this shit is fire. So, shout out to 7-Eleven for doing y'all thing. I really uh, appreciate that. Um, because y'all made my y'all made my day with that right there, man. Y'all really did. You might, you might have to charge him for that, though. I might have to. You might have to send it to him and charge him for it. And I'll tell you like this, 7-Eleven. I won't charge you only if you bring back the Deadpool slush. If you bring back the Deadpool slush, we good. Because that's my favorite slush of all time. That Deadpool... Man, listen here. I was so much of a fiend for the Deadpool slush last year when it was out. Because they only had it out because of the movie. Listen, I was driving. Listen, when it got towards the end, I was driving. I would drive uh, literally about an hour away from my house just to find a 7-Eleven that still had it. That's how good. That's how addicted I was to that Deadpool. I literally one day spent a whole tank of gas driving around the city trying to find this damn slush. And you know it's it really hurts, like you know, because when when things go away, you go back and you look for them, and not there. Yeah, it, it is it is sucks. Now I gotta which which Seven uh, Eleven did you go to? For the that, one, uh, that uh, the one on Pico and La Brea. Okay, because it's like two right here. It's like as soon as you go up, uh, go up La Brea to go on Pico. Right, coming from the studio is gonna be on your right. Okay, uh, I, don't, I don't go that way. Yeah, so it's right across the street from a gas station, and um, okay. and it's in the little plaza. Right I was just at 7-Eleven. I did not look at the slurping machine. <laughs> and so it's right in the little plaza right there. Okay. And what's so crazy is is that they don't um, – every 7-Eleven don't have the same, you know, 
sometimes they don't have all the same flavors. So, you know, they might have one off, and then you know you don't see it. Which I you know what I actually got an idea though that w- I feel like that would be dope. Like, what if an uh, app was was well, little Seven Eleven put something on their app to where they uh, where you have to up each store has to update which flavors of Slurpees that they have. So you would know which and location. Nobody's gonna. Nobody's. nobody's gonna which location? So you. Nobody gonna, cares that much. Shit, I do. You'd be the only person, and you wouldn't be fun in the app. You don't get Slurpees enough. <laughs> you don't get Slurpees enough. <laughs> that shit would be dope, though. To where you could be able to go look at the app, look at which store, would see what flavors they have in that location for Slurpees. That shit would be dope. It it would help out so much. Like you right now, you got a taste for. Uh, um. A cherry coke slush, and you see that the only one that got it is in uh, Pasadena. So now you can make that decision. Like, you well, know, I might drop it to Pasadena real quick, and get this little slush. See, me, I'll do that shit. That's the type of shit I do. You know what I mean? I don't know about other niggas, but me, I would do some. I would do some stuff and like I, that. And that's the problem. It's just you. <laughs> that's just it right there. That's just, it's just you, nigga. Nobody, nobody gonna do that. Shit. Hey man, fuck it. That's my life. I'm type I'm but I'm known for but my friends they know me. I like that's the type of stuff I would do. Like I don't have a problem driving to get something that I want. Um I don't have a problem with it at all. I would drive wherever to uh if it's something that I really really want, I'm gone. Like um like like it's a gas station called Speedway. That's uh more popular Midwest and East Coast. That's uh like my favorite gas station back home in Detroit. So it's only one speedway that I know of in California and it's towards San Diego. I have driven to that speedway probably about four times just to go just because, because that's my, I fuck that gas station and I had no other reason to go towards San Diego besides just to go to that gas station. Is the, is the gas like cheaper or something? Or no, it's not about the gas. It's about, <sighs> It's not about the gas at all. It has shit to do about the gas. It's all about what's inside the store. Like, I love... For, like, I'm a Slurpee kind of store. Like, some niggas love Patron tequila. Some people love wine. No, I love motherfucking Slurpees. I saw those because I'm a smoothie drink. I'm a big smoothie person. I uh-huh. love cold frozen drinks too. Yeah. I'm a frozen head ass. Mm-hmm. But does your love for Slurpees carry over to smoothies? Because I used to be a Slurpee kind of sort too. When I had, when I got smart, I moved mm-hmm. over to smoothies. No. It's a bomb ass smoothie down the street. I can tell you, uh-huh. spot and they make fire smoothie with just fruit and ice and shit. Well, I, I, you know, we definitely, I definitely could try that. But I'm no, I'm, I'm a Slurpee frozen. Slurpee over, yeah. over a smoothie. Yeah, that's this All is day. my All shit. All right, that's fair. And um, I had and so. Different, you know, saying every machine uh, at different places makes it differently. You know, what I'm saying the 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 texture of it is different. You know, what I'm saying, and so my favorite, you know, what I'm saying my favorite place that that makes Slurpees is Speedway. Shout out to Quick Trip, y'all. Know, y'all is a close number two because I fuck with y'all hard. Because y'all, the difference between Quick Trip and uh, Speedway is that Quick Trip has more options. Way more options, you know what I'm saying, than Speedway does. But just the taste and the texture of Speedway's machine, I fucks with. That's the that's the difference. So 
Yeah, it's been a couple of nights. Literally, I didn't I didn't got up at like two one o'clock, twelve one o'clock in the morning, and just drove towards San Diego just to go to that goddamn gas station and drive right back. That's the type of life I live. I ain't got shit else to do. You obviously don't have kids. I I don't. <laughs> I don't have kids. And um, shout out to my god kids. Uh, I just uh, you know. Um, just recently, just bought them some new shoes for back to school and everything. And uh, these kids are spoiled as hell. I didn't realize how spoiled they 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 have gotten. Like my, uh, I have um, three god kids in, in Detroit, and I have two in Memphis. And the three is the oldest is a, is, a, is a girl. Um, then there's a boy, then it's two boys. The middle uh, child, his birthday just passed. And for his birthday, he wanted, um, he wanted an Xbox and a laptop or a computer or whatever. I said, who the fuck do you think I am? Like I just bought, well, we just bought him a PlayStation for Christmas. One, I'm not buying an Xbox cause we're a PlayStation family. Two, um, I I can I my, I barely got a laptop. You want me? And you talking about you want a laptop for what? You're not gonna use it, but all you are gonna do is break it. And so I bought them. I saw I bought them the shoes and everything. And I I didn't. But I buy them shoes. You know, saying all the time. I call over to the I call over to the house. All I get greeted with is not a thank you, but hey, you was missing that that you was missing that laptop in the box. I said, you for real? <laughs> yeah, where that laptop at? Not one thank you for the shoes. It was, where that laptop at? I said, y'all spoiled motherfuckers, ain't y'all? Kids, man. And I want kids one day. I really, you know, I do want kids one day. But also, too, what one of the advantages of not having kids is the fr- is the freedom that I do have in my life. Is that I, I am able to just up and go. And not have to worry about another responsibility of a person's life. Um, so one day, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, God bless me, bless me with kids. But because I do want a son, because I already know my son's name. I so, got I, so, I didn't know my son's name since I was about 12, 13 years old. So right now, if you get a stripper pregnant, are you going to keep it? Yeah, I'm not. I don't believe in abortion. OK, you know, Making sure. Yeah, I don't believe in abortion. Now, if I, and like like this. For me, I don't believe in abortion, but am I against abortion? No. I don't look down at nobody for for doing it. You know what I mean? That's you know, you have to do what you feel is best for you. Um But yeah, I already know my son's name. My son, our my son's name, my firstborn son, and I am telling any ladies listening to this, is no argument. His my son's name is gonna be Kobe Sean Jordan. That's his name. Already got it picked out, we good to go. Now, after that, you can, I don't give a, you can pick, we, we can have discussion to pick whatever other name you want. But my first son, that's his name. No arguments. I, you can be mad all you want, but soon, but soon as they have me that birth certificate, there we go. That's his name. So I understand Kobe mm-hmm. because he's the greatest basketball player to ever touch the basketball. But why Sean? Greatest rapper of all time. That's you not you see. That's arguable. Kobe's not arguable. 
thing about it is you're gonna the middle name is arguable, but the first name Kobe is not. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, but Sean is, you gotta but, be careful. But it's not. Um, Kobe is not. Is is no. It's no, no we don't want to talk about that. Oh, yeah, that's no, no. discussion. I, that's you literally go you you literally gonna make yourself look stupid if you try to argue me with that. But yeah, that's I I didn't had that I didn't made that decision a long time ago. But, um, yeah, man, I can't wait for um uh, football season, man. I'm ready, ready for it. Ready for football season. I've been uh, started looking at my fantasy, trying to figure out who I, um you know players that I like to uh, pick. Uh, you know, saying for my uh, fan for my fantasy team, and. I still don't know yet. I still don't know exactly who I, who, I'm, who I'm targeting um, this year. And it's so crazy is is that uh, you do all this preparation to get for it. Then once the day come, you throw all that preparation out the window <laughs> because it never goes the way that you think it's gonna go when you picking teams. It's always uh, somebody picking somebody that you be like, "What the fuck? Like, where did that come from?" Because everybody got their own different mindsets, man. But I'm so ready for football season. Um, I feel like my boys, the, uh, my my boys gonna show out this year. You know, we had a down year last year. Uh, we had a lot of factors. You know, um, uh, we had a new new quarterback. Our running back uh, stay getting hurt. Uh, we lost our, our offensive line coach had passed away in, in the pre in uh, in preseason. Uh, we lost our offensive coordinator in middle of the year. Just a lot, and one of our uh, uh, captains on defense, he had you know mental issues during the season. It was just a lot of factors that's going on last year. But my boys, my my purple and gold, my Vikings, we about to try to set up this year, man, and try to uh, show out and get it going. But uh, yeah, man, this is you know I'm just like this is my first time too. Uh, doing this by myself um so hopefully i'm keeping y'all attention because uh i really don't care right now but nah, i'm talking shit i care because i love my people man i love my fans i need y'all to uh to, to to bear with me man as i'm doing this um one thing about um doing i well, i can't wait for doing my live podcast is this would be the um the first big event that I've done in the, in the city in a while. And I, you just don't understand how much I love Detroit. Uh, even though I talk shit, you know, about not want to live in, in the city anymore. Uh, but I love, I love Detroit because Detroit brings a different attitude that I haven't seen in a lot of other places. The closest place is probably Chicago, but Detroit, how can I put it? It's like once you make a statement uh, in your career and Detroit backs you, Detroit backs you no matter what the fuck you do. Like there's so many artists that come out of the city that uh, they're okay. They ain't the best. But just because you're from Detroit, they fuck with you hard. And that's the type of love Detroit has once they – um, once they put that love out in the air, um, Detroit is a city that you can um 
uh, you can really, but you can really become, uh, some, you can really become something, something great because people just know it's a lot of people that come from, come out of Detroit that's doing a lot of big successful things. And, um, I'm just trying to be a part of it. Um, I'm from, from seven mile Orion, uh, from where I grew up at, you know, it was literally, uh, what, four or five blocks away, a state, a state prison. And they said, and I was always told, you know, growing up, that's where I was supposed to belong. That's where you supposed to, uh, you know, that's where we going to end up at. Nah, it's so much more that you, that, that we can do. Um, and especially one thing that I want to do, you know, going forward in my career is that I want to be able to create something for my my old neighborhood, for the youth, to be able to um, show them that it's more out there than Detroit. Because a lot of people in my neighborhood growing up, we didn't travel. You didn't move. You didn't go out the city. You know, saying like that. Like the closest you might go is on a field trip to Cedar Point, you know, Ohio. That was it. You know what I mean? Or go to the zoo, which was across eight mile. You didn't really do do too much traveling in my in my neighborhood. And so I want to be able to give an opportunity to, for, for, for the young people in my old neighborhood to be able to see something different and to be able to experience something different, to know that it's more out there than um, street corners in Detroit. Um, and, and one thing I'm loving is seeing that, uh, which you can go on both fences, is that I like seeing that the city is getting remodeled, is getting a new look. Um, no, no matter how you look at it, the politics of it, you know, or you might feel like, oh, they running the black people out of there, out of the city. Black people have been doing that to themselves for a long time. You know, black people always look down at the city and want to move across eight mile to go look at, uh, to say, oh, I live in the suburbs now. Uh, fuck the city. Now the city is saying, shit, okay, fuck you. Uh, we bringing these white people back and we don't want you. We don't want you in the city. So now that the city is getting, a re- getting looked, getting, uh, getting remodeled, you know, starting with downtown and they branching out to different parts of the city, you know, now this, you know, the city is on a, is on a come up, you know, we was the laughing stop for a few years when they said the city had filed for bankruptcy and everything. And that's a, as soon as I go out of town, people say Detroit, Oh, Oh man, what's going on with your city? What? Why they filed for bankruptcy? Well, I don't work for the government, for the, for the city government. So I really don't know. <laughs> so I don't know why you're asking me that question, but, um, I mean, the city been struggling for a long time. Uh, when you don't have, when you have so many people in the city that don't pay taxes or don't work, you know what I'm saying, is less money that's coming to the city. Then you have politicians that's been in the same position for years and generation, generationally uh, been in years, you know, their, um, their father or mother was in that same position. And that's how they got into that position. When you got those same people in there making decisions for the city, that's, put the city in the position that it is what you expect to happen you gotta you know saying this goes back to what we when i talked about at the beginning talking about jay-z is that if you don't put somebody in position to try to have change or you just want to keep the people that's been there and expect them to all of a sudden have change have a different mindset and change that's not gonna work you need new blood you need new blood man and so once they put different people in position the city start moving differently and more people and other people uh, start coming in and investing in the city to help get the city to where it's becoming. Because, uh, man, I, I love, you know, saying um, our downtown. I put our downtown against a lot of other cities downtown. Ain't too many downtowns that got full three, 
full um, casino, real casinos. We ain't talking about this Hollywood Park uh, arcade that they got down here in L.A. We talking about full casinos. We talking about all four sports teams. Um, even though I'm not a fan of none of them, but we uh, <laughs> all that you got uh, multiple theaters, restaurants, um, all different type of things. New rail system, new um, clothing stores. You know, what I'm saying just a new look and new um, air that's that's breathing into the city. You know, and of course you got to start. You know, people say, well, you also got your neighborhoods that still mess. Yeah. You all, you always gonna have your neighborhoods that's messed up. That's just part of how, for some reason, the the uh, urban city is is made up. That's just how it is. But the uh, but you got to start somewhere, and and of course you got to start downtown because that's the lifeline of the city. That's where the majority of the money is going to come from. You know, what I'm saying it's going to be built. You know, what I'm saying come to your downtown area because that's where the tourists is going to be and everything. So. I love it. I love my city, man. I love where where our unit is going. And hopefully, um, it gets better. Especially the school system. School system is always been, you know, it's never. It was bad, but it's on another level bad that it is now. And um, I'm just, you know, so. But you always, but hopefully, you know, in the future it can get better. Um, hope it does, man. Hope it just gets better. Hope it does, man. How uh how much time how much time have I done so far? Yeah, forty uh forty two minutes. Oh man, forty two minutes, man. Yeah, this is not going to be a long podcast today. Um, next week I, I next week I have a, a a very special show. Um, next week I got about four guests next week. I think I have four guests next week. Um, me, no, I have three three guests next week and they're all from detroit uh so and they're all comedians so we about to have a uh a long funny ass podcast and uh and we're doing something and we're also doing something different next week too so uh yeah so y'all get ready for that so look man so today i'm about to grab something to eat and then take my ass to work where I really don't want to go. <laughs> I really don't want to go today. But uh, reason, I usually don't work on Tuesdays. But the only reason I'm working today because I'll be in Dallas this weekend. Remember Dallas. I will be there this weekend. And I can't wait to go, man. I, you just, like when I moved, what, listen, what's so crazy is, is that I didn't live in multiple cities. I didn't live in Atlanta, uh, Memphis, um, of course here in L.A., uh, a couple other places. But. When I got asked to move with my, the job, I, uh, the company I'm working for, uh, moved me a couple of times. And when I was living in Memphis, uh, I hated Memphis. I hated Memphis. Oh my God. I hated Memphis. But I say this, the friendships I made living in Memphis, I appreciate to this day because them are some of the best friendships that I have. Uh, especially my, my best friend, Ashanti, shout out to her, um, get better. Uh, she out here putting her foot in people's asses. Now she in the cast, but uh, I, I love the, the the friendships I built. The city, I hate it. It was one of the most boring cities ever. What, what about LA? In, LA in comparison to everywhere you've been? Oh, LA is still LA is out of all the cities I lived in. LA is probably number three. Is number three. I would Dallas is number one. Um, Atlanta is number two, 
and then then LA. LA. I'm you just don't understand. I I don't. I wanted to live in LA since I was 11 years old. I talked to my. I used to tell my mother all the time. One day I'm moving to Los Angeles. I'm moving to LA, and she's like, okay, baby. You know, one day I'm moving. I used to tell everybody that. I grew up a big Laker fan. I was. I grew up Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones was my man before Kobe. You know, what I'm saying Eddie Jones is my dude. Um, so I grew up a big Laker fan. And then watching on TV, seeing the sunshine, everything. I'm it's you know January. I'm at the crib, uh, freezing my freezing my ass off, and seeing on TV people laughing at the beach, everything. And I'm looking like I gotta go to LA one day. And then moving here, man, I'm telling you, within the first four months, I was ready to pack my shit up and go. This city, I'm gonna tell you, after I'm tell you, the first year, for I won't say everybody, but a large number of people, a big percentage of people, if you can make it through that first year, I ain't gonna say it's gonna get easier, but it it um it gets it it it, it takes a weight off your shoulders, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a it's a whole different environment moving out here. Than what people can really understand. People just think it's it's beaches and sunshine. Nah, that's a small part of LA. People think it's just Hollywood and partying. That's a small part of LA. The majority of people that's from LA really don't even fuck with that shit. They might go to the beach once in a while. Might come out to Hollywood once. When I mean once in a while, I mean once maybe every two three years, maybe. No, nah, most people in LA stay in the area. You know what I'm saying? They stay in their sections. You know, I mean, you tell somebody, I, I, cause I got, I got a joke where I say, you, uh, people in LA don't like driving nowhere. I say, uh, I told a guy, I say, hey man, you know they're giving away a thousand dollars about 15 minutes away. He like, man, if you would have told me seven, I might go. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fuck around around here, man, when it comes to driving places. You know, and I and it's and it's and I understand, you know, to a certain extent, because man, the traffic is a motherfucker. You know, we talking, we you know, most cities you have a certain time for traffic. You know, you have, you know, your rush hour in the morning. You know, one two hours. You know, saying like in Dallas, it's it's about one two hours in the morning from seven to like nine. You know, you might have a you have your little rush hour traffic. Here, it's from five six in the morning. Till about 10, 11 o'clock at night, depending on which freeway you want. Literally. And we ain't talking about Monday through Friday. We're talking about Monday through Sunday. We're talking about all seven days. You're going to be in some form of traffic. All day. day. So, that's, um, so yeah, so that plays a factor. Um, My biggest gripe about the city is that I understand that you got to pay more to live here. I understand that. That's understandable of of why. But how is you having me pay more but offering me way less? That's the part that bothers me the most about the city. You want you want me to pay this ridiculous amount for this small space. But you got people out here that's living Without a fucking stove or refrigerator, and that's supposed to be cool. They call then then to make it worse. They sit there talking about yeah, they're bachelor apartments. Nah, fuck that. This is damn near a prison. You living in this two hundred square foot space, paying nine hundred something dollars a month, and don't have a refrigerator or a stove. 
You barely got room in there for a microwave. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. And that's the that's my biggest problem with the city, is is um is that you want these crazy prices you want these crazy prices people to play to um pay, but you don't want to offer them the amenities that should come with that price. And I just don't understand how the city allows that. Like, how was the city built on that? I don't get that. You know, I understand that you have, that you, uh, it's, the city has so many people in it. Like, L.A. County, last time I heard, I think it's like 20 million people just in L.A. County. You know, that's more than some states, you know what I'm saying, have. And you have it just in one county. I get that. I get it's a lot of people. So you have to create um, more spaces to accommodate these people. So yes, some spaces are going to be smaller because you you're stacking. You know what I mean? You're you have to create some type of room for people to be able to, to find places to live. I get that, but at the same time, why you got to be a slumlord? Like why, Like I just don't get that. Like you want me to pay two thousand dollars a month, and I gotta I and and I gotta struggle to call you to come fix the toilet. shit don't make sense man that that's and then on so that the 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 cost of living um and the uh and the traffic uh of the the traffic and parking is my two two biggest problems with the city you know and then the city and this is the other this is the crazy part is that the city knows that it that parking is so bad in certain in, in a lot of areas and they feed off of that because like where I live at, it's been times where I literally had drove around for an hour, hour and a half and still couldn't find no, nowhere to park my car. So what ends up doing, a lot of people end up doing is parking illegally. They are parking the red, you know, they are parking wrong because they like, man, I, I'm, I'm tired of driving around, you know, trying to find a spot. And so they feed off of that. And so what happens is tickets, 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 you know what I mean? And you ended up next thing, you know, you like me, you owing damn near fifteen hundred dollars in tickets. Just parking, parking tickets. Then they wanna then they wanna boot your car. So look, so I got my car booted, right? And it's always crazy how everything that has happened to me, for the most part, luckily, it's always happened when I got paid. <laughs> always when I got paid and planned on doing something. So fourth of July, I got my car booted. The uh, day after Fourth of July, I got my car booted, so I ended up having to pay like eight hundred dollars to get get the boot off the car. So what pissed me off was not only that I, got, I had to pay to get that boot off, and they charged me an extra fee for putting the boot on there. They tell me after they after they I take after I, they give me the code to take it off, I was just gonna leave it there. They tell me no, if you don't go drop it off, we're gonna charge you another fee. So you telling me that you charged me to put this on here, which I didn't ask you to. Then you then you gonna tell me I gotta take time out of my day to go drop this shit off for something I didn't ask you to do. Some bullshit. Bullshit, man. Shout out to LA, man. Y'all just fucking niggas over. That's how they do, man. But uh, but yeah. So I'm about to get out of here, man. Get on with the rest of this day. Um. Like I said, Dallas, man, we are going to be um, having a good-ass weekend. Can't wait to go to Uptown. Let me tell you, oh, I, I don't, 
I know you've been to Dallas before, right? Dallas, listen here. L.A., of course, it's L.A., so you have, you know, your pretty girls. You know, you're going to have your pretty girl because it's L.A. L.A. ain't got shit on fucking Dallas. Them women show out in Dallas. I, I That's that's my opinion. Um, If you feel differently, let me, uh, inbox me, let me know. But L.A. ain't got shit on Dallas. Dallas women, oh, man. Are a fucking amazing. So I can't wait to go to Uptown. Um, I can't wait to uh, um, chill with the friends, family. But the best part about the weekend is me at Backdoor Comedy Club, 8 p.m. Saturday, and me at Hyenas Dallas Comedy Club, 8 p.m. on Sunday. That's the best part of the weekend is me performing and um, about to have a good ass time. Um, but uh, also, before I get out of here, uh, happy birthday. To my uh, friend Janae, um, down there uh, in uh, in Dallas, uh, happy birthday to you! Hope you have a good time. Um, and that's oh, make sure you go to Patreon, Patreon, uh, support the podcast, um, so we can make this bigger, better, and um, and bring you um, what you like listening to. So uh, shout out to uh, everybody that's been listening and supporting the podcast. And um, next week, uh, I will have some uh, some guests next week. So it won't just be just me. But uh, I had a good time today. And uh, this is something I'm probably going to do more to get better at. And this is uh, this was, you know, interesting. So you got to got to hear a lot of my thoughts in my head today. And so catch y'all next week. And um, we're going to have, uh, like I said, I'm going to have, uh, about three guests next week, all from Detroit comedians, and we're gonna have a blast. All right, man. Holla at y'all. Don't blame me. Uh, blame Detroit. All right. See you later.